Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash, am I wrong, where OP's boyfriend cheats on her with a lesbian. Am I wrong for leaving my boyfriend for doing his friend a favor? I'm a 19-year-old woman, and my boyfriend is 22. We've been together for two years. He has a friend, Amy, who's lesbian, yet she's one of those stereotypical, I'm not like other girls, I'm one of the boys, girls. Very much written by a man vibes. Anyways, sometime last week we were all hanging out. We have the same friend group, and somehow we got into the topic of sexual relationships. Amy stated that she's only had intercourse with girls, and this made my boyfriend absolutely shell-shocked. I mean, he was flabbergasted, stuttering, and saying how she's basically still a virgin. So Amy jokingly said that maybe he should take her virginity, and he got all flustered and clammed up. Obviously, on the ride home, I told my boyfriend that this made me uncomfortable, but of course he said, that's just how she jokes, it's not that deep. Long story short, they went out for drinks on Monday. He came back and told me that they passionately hugged. And it's not cheating because she's a lesbian and he was doing her a favor by taking her man virginity. I was appalled and left, but now I'm getting bombarded by texts from my boyfriend, Amy, and the friend group saying that it's nothing. How it didn't mean anything and how I'm being ignorant. I feel like I'm going absolutely crazy, and I feel like if they were in my shoes, they'd count it as cheating and leave too. I just don't know what to think at this point. Yeah, I find myself agreeing with this top comment from Agitated Fun. Nope, I'm gay. 
Nope, nope, nope. He's a dirty cheater and she just wanted to sabotage your relationship. She's scum and he's toxic. Run from them. All of them. They're super messed up people. You're not a bigot. They're just radioactive. Am I wrong for shazamming a song that someone didn't want to share the name or artist of? This happened yesterday. My boyfriend and I were throwing a little kickback for my birthday party. His cousin, Amber, set a timer on her phone because she was baking pastries. Her timer went off and a song caught my attention. We were already done in the kitchen, so we were just sitting down letting the song play on the couch and I asked, who's this artist? Amber flat out ignored me. I asked her again, I never heard this song. Can I have the name? That's when she told me that if I don't know it, then I just don't know it and that I should stick to the mainstream. I told her I listened to everything, but she tried to tell me that she knows my music taste and that all I listen to are stupid rappers and named Kendrick Lamar as an example. We got into a little debate about King Kenny for a while and she told me that the song was made by a small artist and trying to decipher his lyrics might hurt my shallow mind. I got fed up and shazammed the song. It was Mary Alex G. When she saw me saving it to my playlist, she got up and snatched her phone and then stormed out. I ignored her little tantrum, but then her brother came to me and asked what I did to her because she told everyone that I was being argumentative with her, that I bullied her and violated her privacy. When I said that I don't understand how anything of what I said came off as bullying because we just talked about music and I shazammed her song, but her brother actually agreed and said that it was invasive and weird for me to do. They packed up their plates and left abruptly, and I was just left feeling so weird about it. Everyone else stayed, and I enjoyed the rest of my party. This morning, my boyfriend's mom texted me and said that I should probably call Amber and apologize for going through her phone for a song and using some hacking device. She texted me Amber's number to apologize and texted her, don't get hung up on petty things. Next thing you know, her big brother is calling me. I haven't answered my phone yet, and I have like five missed calls. Is shazamming invasive? Am I in the wrong? Alright everyone, before you grab your pitchfork, Opie posts an update. My boyfriend just handed me his phone with Amber on the line, crying and apologizing. She said that her behavior was because of PMS, and she's sorry for starting drama on my birthday. Honestly, I think she just got embarrassed for getting caught in her lie. Everyone knows that she stretches the truth, and when she got a little backlash, I guess it was too much for her. Also, I heard another side of her story from my friend. Apparently, when Amber stormed off, she told the other friend that I snatched her phone from her to hack her phone. She's a full-blown liar, and of course, everyone ignored her, except for her brother. Shaking my head, my head actually hurts. So, my read on this story is that she was clued into this cool, emerging indie artist and no one else was, so as long as she's the only person in the room who listens to this music, that automatically makes her cooler than everyone else. And, of course, she couldn't share the song because that would mean other people could be cool too. So, I'm on your side, OP. I'd say you're not in the wrong here. Am I wrong for throwing a line that my parents always used to use on me back in their faces? I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I've always been the kid that my parents didn't care at all about. As the middle child, it was always, oh, your siblings need us more. And my needs were quite often just not met. Any attempt to get my parents to do something with or for me was being called selfish, and I was always told that my siblings' needs came before mine. 
Neither of my siblings have special needs. They're both just spoiled brats. My older brother, who's 30, is the golden oldest child, and my younger brother, who's 25, is their precious baby. I was the unwanted girl child in the middle. My parents made this clear in all sorts of ways, from not wanting to pay for my school supplies and wanting me to figure it out on my own, to the ways that my birthdays were treated, to Christmas. Forget them showing up to any of my events, but I was expected to drop everything to show up to any and everything my brothers did. My brothers both got brand new cars for their 16th birthdays, but according to my parents, I didn't need one. I got a rusty bike they found at a garage sale, and they told me that if I could fix it up, they guessed that I could have it. I fixed it up, and they gave it to my brother instead. I moved in with my aunt on my 18th birthday. I'm getting married to a wonderful woman, and my parents just recently found out. They called me all several kinds of butthurt as to why I hadn't told them, and then immediately started in on how I couldn't do certain things because of my brothers. I can't have chicken or fish at the wedding. It has to be steak or pizza or they won't eat it. I can't be too affectionate because you know how guys get around two girls being together. I can't have a wedding party if they can't be involved. I finally snapped! I told them that neither they nor my apparently perverted brothers were invited. That for once, something was about me, not them. I told them I had no interest in making my wedding about their stupid sons, who have achieved nothing in life so far because they were babied to the point of being useless. My wedding was not about what they wanted. My mother cried, and my father asked me why I was treating them so poorly. I said, you're just being selfish. My needs come before yours right now. There was a stunned silence before my father told me that it wasn't fair that I would say that to them because this was a different situation. I hung up and blocked them both, but my cousin, who I'm close to, said that they were making a huge ordeal out of it. They've been calling other family members and then being surprised when they're told that, yes, they can believe that I wouldn't want my parents making my wedding about them or my brothers. My mother apparently posted a long, woe is me, where did I go wrong, post on Facebook, but took it down after my aunt lit her up in the comments about where she went wrong. My older brother reached out just once to ask if he really wasn't invited, and I said, yeah, he really wasn't. He seemed a little upset, but at this point, I don't even care. All I said after that was that I shouldn't have said what I did to my parents and that they're upset that they aren't invited to the wedding. And even if I didn't invite him or our other brother, I should at least invite them. I refused and hung up. My parents and brothers don't know when or where we're getting married. I never intended to invite them, but eloping is starting to look pretty good right about now. My grandmother reached out only once to say that while she kind of understands why I don't want them there, it was kind of a low blow to throw the same line they always used on me back in their faces. I thought that maybe I'd get some third-party opinions here, but I don't think that I was in the wrong. OP, throwing that line in their faces isn't a low blow, it's sweet karmic justice. They had it coming, and they don't deserve sympathy. Am I wrong for cutting contact with my friend for wanting to hook up with my daughter? I'm a 47-year-old woman. My friend, a 40-year-old woman, and her husband, who's 48, are known to be swingers, although they never confirm or deny. I met this friend, Sarah, at my old place of work seven years ago. She was my coworker. I worked at that job for many years. All of my coworkers were like family to me. We're all very close. So even when I stopped working there, I kept close contact with my ex-coworkers and we would hang out often. 
My daughter-in-law's baby shower was a couple of days ago, and it took place at my house, so I invited many of my friends, including Sarah and her husband. The baby shower was going great, until my daughter, who's 19, came up to me saying that she thinks that Sarah and her husband are hitting on her. I asked her why she felt that way, hoping that it would be some sort of misunderstanding. My daughter said that Sarah kept talking about her and her boyfriend's looks, saying how attractive they were, complimenting their bodies, and asking about their love life. My daughter said that her boyfriend looked visibly uncomfortable. Sarah then propositioned my daughter and her boyfriend to come to her place with her husband when the party was over. My daughter just awkwardly laughed it off and then went to tell me what happened. While my daughter was talking to me, Sarah's husband, Jay, was talking to Dan. The conversation started off about sports, but then somehow turned into a conversation about passionate hugging. Jay asked Dan straight up if him and my daughter wanted to go back to his place and swap out ladies for a little bit. Dan immediately declined, to which Jay replied, you're no fun, and kept trying to convince him. Dan walked away after that. I didn't want to start drama at the baby shower, so the next morning, I confronted Sarah over the phone about what happened. She said, I don't see what the problem is. They're both adults. That response made me livid, but I was trying with all my might to keep my cool. Here's my issues. One, why would you try to plan a hookup at a baby shower? Two, why would you hook up with your close friend's daughter and her partner? Three, Sarah and her husband have known my daughter since she was 12. Sarah refused to apologize and accused me of kink shaming. I said some not-so-nice things on the phone, and I did threaten to beat her up if she comes close to my daughter or her boyfriend again. I told her to never speak to me again and blocked her number. Some of our mutual friends said that I overreacted because it's not like she was trying to force your daughter to have intercourse with her husband. And she said they were just asking my daughter and her boyfriend if they were interested, so that makes it okay. I wonder how they would feel if she did that to their kids. Then, OP posts a screenshot of a text message that she receives from Sarah. OP, I thought that we were over all of this petty drama, but clearly not. How dare you try to slander mine and my husband's names to our friends? No, we're not some sort of sick P-words. Your daughter is an adult, and you can't control her love life. Your excuses for everything are BS. You know my husband and I have disabilities. We're both autistic, so it makes it really hard for us to read the room or whatever you're telling people. But I will lawyer up because I have a friend who's a lawyer and I will sue the hell out of your butt if you keep saying my husband and I are P-words. I'll apologize to your daughter and her boyfriend for making them uncomfortable if I did, but never to you. You don't get anything from me. Then Opie replies, you and your husband are P-words. You've known my daughter since she was 12 years old, and then you pull that stunt? Sue me. Opie, I'm completely on your side, man. Hitting on a, <laughs> on a woman who's presumably like 8 or 9 months pregnant if she's having a baby shower at her baby shower is bonkers. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. Was I inappropriate with my little brother? I'm a 23-year-old woman. Two weeks ago, I babysat my nine-year-old brother, Ben, overnight while my mom worked. She occasionally has to pull overnight shifts, and even though I moved out a couple of years ago, I don't mind going over and staying the night to watch my little brother and the dogs. My mom and I have had a difficult relationship in the past due to a handful of different situations, but we've been getting along pretty well as of late. 
She works a lot, and due to her being a much older mother when she had been, I've taken on a lot of responsibilities in taking care of him. Taking him to doctor appointments, school meetings, stuff like that. He's a really cool kid, and we get along well. Ben's had extreme nightmares ever since he was really little. A lot of times, he'll wake up screaming and occasionally will get up and sleep in our mom's bed. While I babysat him last time, he had a bad nightmare a few hours after I put him to bed. At what was probably around 11pm or so, he came into the guest bedroom where I was asleep and shook me awake. He was upset and asked if he could sleep in my bed. I was in a half-asleep trance and said, yeah, sure. He flopped into my bed and fell asleep. At around 3.30am, my mom throws open the door to the bedroom and startles us both awake. She says something along the lines of, What the hell are you doing? She grabs Ben and takes off, slamming the door shut. She scared the hell out of me, so I was wide awake. I got up about 5 minutes later, but they were both already in her bedroom and I didn't feel like having a confrontation. I got my stuff and left. I texted her the next morning and asked, what the hell happened? She told me that she needed space from me and not to text her right now. She then sent me a barrage of text messages later that night, saying that she couldn't believe I would sleep in the same bed with Ben and that I was being incredibly inappropriate. She told me that she'd be hiring a babysitter from now on and that I shouldn't contact her for a while. I'm so incredibly at a loss. I've never, ever done anything that would lead her to think that I'm inappropriate with Ben. I feel like she's wildly overreacting, but part of me is afraid that I overstepped some line that I wasn't aware of. I'm really sad and embarrassed about the whole thing. I'm so afraid that she won't let me see him anymore, and that'll break my heart. Was I out of line? Please be honest, it won't hurt my feelings. Alright, so my very first thought was what was OP wearing and what was Ben wearing, and apparently other people had the same question because OP answered in the comments. OP clarifies, Ben was wearing pajamas and OP had on a t-shirt and sweatpants. So yeah, OP, as long as your little brother wasn't doing naked cuddling with his 23-year-old sister, I think you're completely in the clear here. Like, why is it okay for Ben to sleep with his mom, but it's not okay to sleep with his sister? What's the difference? What's the big deal? And even if this was a boundary that your mom didn't want you to cross, then she has to communicate that to you. Are you supposed to just magically know that you can't sleep in the same bed as your brother because lots of siblings share beds? OP, you're definitely not in the wrong here, and your mom definitely is in the wrong here. That was r slash am I wrong, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.